0: I don't like to prep the banter.
1: I got some things for you.
0: Okay, I don't cool. know if you All know, right, cool. but I got it. All right, what's up, everybody? And welcome into Pace the Nation, broadcast back here in Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. We are back beautiful downtown heart of Arlington heart of the universe of course that's Clarendon I'm your host Chris Farley back again for episode 253 253 of pace nation a little bit different of an episode today I don't have my regular co-host uh, with me but excited to bring in she's been on the show a number of times my business partner my co-host for the day it's Kathy Dalby Kathy how are you
1: Great. Thanks for having
2: me. I'm really excited
0: about this episode. I know I am too. I'm seriously really excited. Are you, are you excited to co-host the show? I know you're excited about the guests. Are you excited to co-host the show am, with me?
1: Am I excited about more unpaid labor for women? <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. Well, uh, thank you for, thank you for being on. Uh, and yeah, I think unpaid labor for women, um, you know, it's, it's a, it's a hallmark of the show. I mean, I think, uh, Joanna did it for for free forever. Uh, Tess did it free forever. Julie's done it free Julie. forever. But you know what? It's we we don't discriminate. Docs has done it basically free for for longer than any of you. For sure. Anyway, so excited to have you on to co-host a big show uh, to get to. We've got um, it's going to be an interesting show, Kathy. We've got four guests. I I don't know if we've ever had. Four guests on the program before, but we'll 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 navigate it the best we can. But four very important guests. We're going to be pretty topical the election. This show should come out Monday, uh, November second. The election being November third. You know, I try to stay uh, stay apolitical on the show, but obviously a big date in um, the country and the world. uh, November third, the election. We're going to have uh, a couple of of people from Saucony on uh, we're going to have Sarah Clark, who's the director of apparel and accessories at Saucony and Jess Newton, who is the marketing director at Saucony. Uh, They partnered and collab with really two companies to build this, this apparel and footwear collection uh, that it's a collab between Aaron Los Quatero's company. She should run and Pamela Bell's company Prink Shop. Uh, And they built this collection of, of, of a couple of pairs of shoes and apparel that she should run Prink Shop and Saucony collab. You, you, you were showing me one of the pieces that it, it was that they they made a tote bag. Um, and I think you got a pair of the shoe, maybe maybe both the, the Convara and the uh, Jazz shoes, correct? Awesome. They're beautiful. Excited to have Aaron, Jess, Pamela, and Sarah on the program today to talk about some important topics and stuff that they are doing. But before that, I didn't know you're you're not in the room here. You're not a regular co-host, so I was a little worried about our banter back and forth. You know, before the show, because usually Docs and Julie and I have the witty banter. So, um, you know, I I don't have much. I'm sorry.
1: Wow. Well, I've only known you for about 20 years, right. so maybe it's over.
0: Maybe I, I'm going to re- rely on you for the, the witty content and banter here to, to start uh, off the show. No pressure.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I think thinking about what we've got going on in the world mm-hmm. and what Rackney and Prince Shop and She Should Run is doing. Um, you know, Chris, did you ever think about running for a political <laughs> office yourself?
0: You know, I did think about Arlington County School Board at one point. I really did. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And um, I, I thought better of it before. Uh, later on, after uh, after doing you know a quick, cursory look into what it would take, and I just decided I didn't have the time for a lot of the important topics here in Arlington. Now, Arlington's a little different for our listeners outside of Arlington County. It's a county, and you can't run for mayor because there's no mayor, but there are council positions. So I've thought about it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, very good. I remember your dad talked about doing it once
0: when he was really mad about speed bumps, he did, remember? He, it's so funny so. You, you say that because he was so anti-speed bumps and I just, I I actually, and I was lockstep with my dad on pretty much everything, but I couldn't mm-hmm. disagree with him more about speed bumps. Now that I got young kids, I want more speed bumps in Arlington. Arlington. I want a speed bump so that- right in front of the Clarendon store. Yeah, I would run on the platform of more speed bumps, whereas my dad was running on less speed bumps. And I don't know why. He was such a positive, you know, guy. I don't know why he was so anti-speed bump. It's a good callback.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, thinking about what's going on with the election and, and have you watched um, Boys State? on uh i think it's on Apple Plus have you ever heard of voice state you
0: know what i'm not plugged in as all our listeners know i'm not plugged in on movie pop culture and certainly not on anything on Apple Plus so the answer is no but i'll check it out and i'm uh- sure like there's a lot of our listeners Know what you're talking about so they yep. can relate
1: Yeah, so I don't know if you don't There's a little known fact you don't know about me But I am a former girl stater oh. So girl state is uh, For high school juniors throughout the country It's run by the American Legion And basically you, you set up your own Democracies and you you have to run for office And you have to create mayor mayorships um, So it really is, a, is an introduction to The youth as you would say okay. For um, In your political parties and so uh, you you have to get nominated to go, and so I am a member of the California Girl Skate class of 1995. So really l- l- little
0: little known fact about Kathy, you know Kathy's been in the D.C. area, lives in D.C. now for years. Yeah, we, we've known each other for 20 years, probably since you've been here. But you have California roots, and so that's the reason why you mm-hmm. have that connection to California. Okay, seven caps. I, I didn't know about that. I'm googling it now. I'm sure our future our, our guests know about it. So if you want, if you right. want, to ask them about that. I think I'm sure they will know uh, what you're talking about, and I'm sure a lot of our audience does too. So it's a show yeah. like Boys State is a show on Apple Plus or Netflix yep. or something. Okay.
1: So they follow it. So it's a week long. You, you go and, and it's a week long, like camp almost, to kind of learn how democracy works. So as we're talking to these women who are. Especially as she should run, you know, Girl State, of course, started many years after Boys State started, uh, um, is another way to get women interested in, in running for office and, and, and young people and creating platforms and stumping and, and engaging and campaigning um, to build, um, you know, a more perfect union, if you will.
0: So, this is why I recruited you for this podcast. 'd be I'd, you know? see I'd be in I'd be in so over my head and this is why you're on no pressure but you're gonna need to bail me out when they start talking about these things that I don't know about which I should know more about you're gonna be my my expert and you're gonna bail me out
1: happy to be here excited to be here to talk about such a great organization and uh, you know Saucony is doing a lot of good things um, I'm very excited to get reunited with with Jeff and Sarah from Saucony, they were also part of Empower Run, which yep. you covered. Um, I think that was the last major event in uh, in our industry yep. right before COVID hit. So yep. I'm excited to get reunited.
0: And, and I think Sarah Sarah and Jess, that might have been their last trip. And let's we'll have to ask them about that. I, I think we should ask them that from from the start because I, y- we had you and Burke on to talk about Empower Run. Uh, and Power Run mm-hmm. was end of February, early March. What date did you do it in, in this? And it was twenty 2020. This was back before the yep. world ended. This was way different right. space. Um, so it was what, what beginning of March?
1: Beginning of March. And we, we brought women together to really hone on some leadership skills and also networking uh, for people in the industry, which is, you know, important as we kind of try to build networks and, and bring more women into the fold. And I think I
0: think my flight was like March 11th. Wow. And
1: Julie was there.
0: Yep. Julie, Julie was there. And I think that was a lot of the last times that people did anything together. We should, uh, we we should, we should ask our guests and relive those good old days when we could get together. All right, well, let's bring them in. Um, Excited Kathy to have on the show. Next. uh, We've got four great guests. Uh, Aaron Lowe's, Cotero, Jess Newton, Pamela Bell, Sarah Clark, uh, they all came together to do something really cool. They collabed on this uh, prink shop, She Should Run a Saucony collab of apparel and footwear. A really cool line. They're gonna tell us all about it next here on Pace Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Kathy, we are excited to be joined on the phone by four folks who were really instrumental in making this collaboration happen. Uh, we've got Aaron Los Critero. Aaron, is that, is that right? I, I just in the pre-show meeting, I just asked you to pronounce it. I pronounce it correctly. It's it's Aaron Los Critero. Gotcha, Aaron. Aaron, uh, she is the CEO and founder of She Should Run. Aaron, how are you?
3: I'm doing great. Thanks so much. I'm I'm excited for our conversation today.
0: Well, I am too. And also we've got from Prink Shop, the founder, we got Pamela Bell. Pamela, how are you?
2: Hi, I'm doing well. Good. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for having us. Oh, excited to talk to you as well. And then from Saucony, we've got Jess Newton, who's the marketing director, and Sarah Clark, the director of apparel and accessories. Jess, Sarah, how are you guys?
2: Doing well, Chris
1: and Kathy. Thanks so much for having
0: us. Absolutely. Yes, thank
1: you for having us.
0: Absolutely. And uh, before we get Aaron and Pamela in the discussion, um, Kathy and Burke Beck of Red Coyote put together an amazing event every year uh, for the Running Specialty Channel. It's called Empower Run. Uh, I believe that Jess mm-hmm. and Sarah were part of it. And that was like, yes. the, was that like the last group gathering you did, Sarah and Jess? It was.
2: It was basically the
1: last, I would say, moment of freedom we all had or had <laughs> were feeling at the time. Um, and before we came back and, and pretty much everything shut down and locked down at that point.
0: Yeah. And, Empower power run, we've talked about on this pa- podcast, it really is a great, um, you know, well, Kathy, you can better uh, remind our listeners what empower run does and, and how important it is.
1: Well, I think it's, it, it parallels a lot of the stuff that Aaron's group, you know, in, in feel is, you know, getting women together and, and giving them, you know, some leadership skills and networking and confidence and, uh, you know, expanding expanding our contacts in the industry um, and really amplifying that that woman's voice and why it's so important. So it was so great. Um, Sockety was a great supporter. It was, um, you know, Ann Kavas was, was trying to get there, but that's right when the travel ban hit. And I think uh, Jeff and Sarah are on the plane. <laughs> it worked out. Um, but I... You know, it was, it was it's a great time to, to bring women together. And honestly, you know, for me personally, um, good opportunity for me to really hone some leadership skills before a really difficult time
2: for, for the business and for the world.
0: Well, Kathy, you just brought up parallels between She Should Run and Aaron is CEO and founder of She Should Run. What is She Should Run? Give us some background, Aaron.
3: Sure thing. So we are a nonpartisan nonprofit that works in the space of political leadership um, our role in the landscape is to help women see what's possible for their leadership in elected office and we're often that sort of first stop when somebody's just at that stage of hmm, maybe I'll do this someday but I'm not
0: sure yet and uh, you partner with a great brand prank shop and we'll talk about the what you guys came up with, but uh, we'll bring in Pamela. So, Pamela, they, t- t- tell us about Prink Shop. I love the tagline. We've got issues. I've definitely got issues. We've all got <laughs> issues. So, tell us about Prink Shop and about that tagline. Yeah, so
2: that's a sort of you know, it's a double whammy tagline. It's it's we've got issues because we create advocacy campaigns um, for social issues. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you know, we also all have issues uh, (laughs) independently of the workplace, (laughs) Uh, or maybe in both. Correct. Um, We design campaigns, and then we you you will either do them for our own line, which we have on our website. Um, The goal is to raise awareness and raise funds. And then um, a big piece of our business is also doing collaborations with selected corporations who we feel uh want to raise awareness and raise funds
0: around social issues and and you've done some uh, pretty incredible collaborations before this one with Saucony you know I see on your website uh J. Crew, others you know but how did this collaboration with Saucony come to be?
2: Well um you know I was very fortunate that Jess and Sarah sent me an email I think a year and a half ago um they had seen some and it spoke to them. They contacted us, and I'm, you know, loved shoes. I in a previous career I made a lot of shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, never really running sneakers, and uh, you know, with the program of Run for Good, the long historical background and the um, you know. Persuasiveness of Seth and Sarah—it was it just seemed like a an absolute, you know, win win.
0: Yeah, and you've—I mean—you've worked on and with huge brands in in the past. What are a couple of the brands that you've you've worked on in in, in the past?
2: Well, J. Crew was one. Um, I've worked with uh, Tina Brown at Women in the World, which is was a conference that is uh, since then closed. Um, we've worked at the Makers. Um, conference, we've done things with Siri, um, blue and Gray, There's a lot. A lot a lot of organizations it's either the, the companies or the organizations. Um, Special Olympics we designed their 50 year anniversary product line, an organization called Seeds of Peace, which was a, a very meaningful program and um, I'm currently working with the Brady Foundation to end gun violence. Um, and I have women in manufacturing and the women's prison
0: association. What was it about? She should run that, you know, that, that, that this collab was just such the perfect partnership or the perfect marriage.
2: Well, I think that there was a few things I had been, I had known about she should run and I'd seen it. Um, I'd been on the website the the concept of running shoes and women running and then she should run who supports women running I mean the 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 language all matched up mm-hmm. but the thing that I was um, probably most excited about was the nonpartisan um, approach that she should run takes I think you know we're living in this completely you know binary divided society and I feel that well, the more organizations that can support both sides of the political debate. Um, You know, it falls into the, like, we are all, you know, it's not red and blue. Mm -hmm. We're all one. We're all, you know, Mm -hmm. the United States. And I, I I really feel strong. that.
0: So election day is Tuesday, Aaron, and and you've been quoted saying we need to see millions of women considering a run, putting on sneakers, making their way to a starting line. Uh, Is that, in the literal sense or figuratively or or both?
3: (laughs) I would say easily both. So, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really fascinating when you look at the reason why in, um, you know, in our country in 2020 with over 500,000 elected offices nationwide that we see only a third or less than a third um, depending on the level, uh, less than a third of those roles have um, women representing them, and um, and you know the research is really clear on this. But when women run, they win. So I'll tell you, it's a, it's really exciting to see that you know as we move into um, into election day and you know this period that will come after, where you know I'm sure there'll be a lot of uncertainty. Um, and yet, in that, there'll be a lot of uh, moments of celebration of the record number of women that we've seen on the ballot this year, the incredible notable firsts that we'll see, the, the you know uh, incredibly diverse lineup of candidates that we've seen run, um, and and then uh, you know when we move when we move beyond this election, what will remain true is that we will still need so many more new women making that decision that their voices are needed in elected office. We have to march forward with that, um, which, you know, which requires women to be in that place of possibility and of certainty and knowing that their voices are needed. And, and look, I think there's this beautiful connection between women running for office and, and women getting out there literally on starting lines, um, you know, and, and, and ensuring that, you know, they are uh, uh, taking care of themselves and, and taking care of their communities at the same time. So uh, that was one of the things that I've loved yeah. so much about this collaboration. We've of course always played on the word, but, you know, we we work in the business of getting women to run for office. So, um, mm-hmm. so being able to kind of lean into that connection between running for office and, and you know getting out there on the starting line is a, is a beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: and it, it, it really is. And, and I was thinking as I was preparing for, for this podcast, it's like, are we going to have a Wendy Davis print shop moment <laughs> in a filibuster with a cool these cool sock shoes? I mean, we can only hope um, with more women, women out there.
0: All right, all um, right so hold on. Hold on. Enough, Real quick, for the audience who doesn't know, the Wendy Davis was wearing a pair of running shoes and filibusting for hours upon hours upon hours. Um, And and I I think uh, Jess and Sarah could only hope that we could get something like that, right?
1: We did a lot of blind seating, Chris. So our (laughs) hope was that maybe, maybe, maybe we would see someone like AOC wearing a pair of the Canvara. And it was actually funny. Somebody, somebody within the organization said, Hey, is there any way to check on if they received it? And I said, no way. We just have to cross our fingers and hope. There are no connections there. It's very unlikely, but you never never, never know. know. Hopefully those boxes made it made it to their death.
0: All right. So <laughs> so Kathy, I didn't mean to interrupt your question, but I just wanted to for, for oh, people the context.
1: From the Saucony side, I'd love to know like how did you get this pushed through and, and, and I know you it sounds like you've been working on it for a year and a half. Tell us about tell us about how you were able to champion this internally, both Sarah and Jeff. This actually started as what we were calling the Sarah Jeff Pet Project. We both started at Saucony last April. We were very new to the brand. Prink Shop was something that was familiar to me, and I think they probably posted something on Instagram that I shared with Sarah and said, how cool would it be to do something like this, really with my apparel hat in mind, because everything I had seen from Prink Shop up until this point had been uh, solely focused on apparel and accessories. And so Sarah and I, Sarah said, yeah, let's reach out. We reached out. We heard back from Pamela. We had a really great call. And I think when Pamela said, so what I'm going to do next is I'm going to take all the information you sent me about Sockity and I'm going to put it through the lens of Pring Shop and b- basically come back to you with a concept as if Pring Shop were Sockity. I said, okay, this is this is going to work. And I just knew because of the way that Pamela said she approached concepting for concepting for brands like this, it it gave me full confidence that they would come back and with an idea ultimately that was right for Saucony. And I think also what Pamela does aligns very much with our Run For Good platform. And so she was very excited about bringing that into, into the idea. And so when you think about what Saucony stands for, which is Run For Good, this ultimately is a true action of that. And so once we had a concept to share with leadership, Sarah and I just kind of kept pushing it through. And we knew that the timing and the cultural relevance was going to be so, so important. And at the time, it was intended really to be rallying around the Olympics. And when everything happened earlier this year with COVID and the Olympics were canceled, the shoes were delayed. At first, it was like this big wah-wah moment. And then the more it kept getting pushed, the more it kept getting closer to the election and everything kind of just pivoted and we were able to really hone in on that piece of the story. So I think, you know, with all things said, it certainly wasn't the way in which it started, but it really did a nice kind of 180 to a really great place. And and here's where we are now, able to still be still talk about it you know, up to one day before the election. Mm -hmm. I would definitely um, chime in to say that, you know, within our brand, our brand leadership has been supportive of this and kind of the moment we brought it to them. You know, we said this has the potential to, you know, seem controversial, but we are finding ways with, you know, a nonpartisan nonprofit. This is, you know, it's it's absolutely not about picking a side. It's about, getting everyone a chance, um, whether you're running literally or running, um, for, for office. Um, and, and they were, you know, Anne and Sean, our vice president of product and and our former CMO, who's no longer with the brand, but they were all, I mean, a hundred percent on board when we pitched it. Um, and so that internally cleared, um, you know, yet another running reference. The hurdles out of the way for us to just go full speed on it.
0: So it really it, it it took off pretty quickly. I mean, in the world of product and and how it comes to life, 18 months is not that long of a period. Who who comes up with the the graphics? Like really cool hero logo um who's gonna take credit for that
1: if you could see me i'm pointing fingers at pamela okay okay. (laughs) it was all pamela
0: (laughs) so pamela you've got a design you got a team of designers who come up with these really cool inspiring logos i'm sure
2: um you know the way that i work is i i i dive into the company i literally do you know all my research which you know thank goodness is google um, (laughs) safari and uh, Jess and Sarah sent me a lot of information. I went in through the the history. I looked at she should run, um, and a lot of our work at Prink Shop is uh, around women's issues and equality. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the Venus print, which is the you know female symbol, is was something that I uh, had always wanted to use, and um, I just hadn't had the the application for it. So. Um, Basically the way that I work is I come up with ideas. I'm not a technical graphic designer myself. And but usually I hand over the words and the concept and then the graphic designers will come back with, you know, reimagining whatever it is that we've talked about. And so that's how we came up with with Hero. And it's it's interesting because, you know, Hero turned into a different word When COVID hit, Mm -hmm. you know, so it was it was way before the frontline heroes that we had heroes. So it's kind of interesting how it's a little different But I mean, I I think the hero with the the female symbol when I did it, I thought the word hero often was associated with men. Mm -hmm. And so putting the putting Mm -hmm. the female symbol on hero, you know, ultimately made it you look at it and it's feminine in nature. That's where they came from. It
0: it is interesting that all of this came before all the COVID hits. Do you think it's more important now than ever because of COVID, social injustice, all these things that are happening that are just so wild right now in our world?
2: Well, I feel like it's more important than ever. Um, I think that, you know, the shoes originally were supposed to be delivered a little bit earlier and they're very light colored. So I got a little nervous about that. Mm
4: -hmm.
2: Um, But other than that, I think the message and it couldn't be a better time actually to support she should run. Um, and you know, I think the timing actually ended up being in our favor in terms of exposure. I agree,
1: Pamela. And I think it not only supports the issues that we wanted to tackle as part of this collaboration, but it also shone light on areas where I don't think we ever would have thought it would. So, for example, we've been in a couple of different publications about, like, the top ten things you need to support voting this season. Mm. Like, that was never an intent for this mm. collaboration, and and now we're in that conversation. So I do think that the nature of it started in a very singular way, and because of everything that's happening in the world today, it's really opened up the aperture for what this collaboration can, can stand for. And I think, too, we... You know, there are a lot of other conversations happening culturally as well, and it just shows you that as Saucony's tackling some of those other ones, they're also tackling this idea of women running, and that is just kind of adding to all of the things that we're doing to support quote-unquote running for good.
0: And you could get these shoes, uh, hopefully, uh, if we still got some left, you can get them runpacers.com, um saucony.com. Ten percent of the proceeds of any purchases made uh, of this collaboration will go to She Should Run. Aaron, um, Kathy asked before you guys came on me if if I've ever thought of running for local office here in Arlington County. I thought, you know what? I thought of running for school board, um, you know, but I never actually did it. But you know, I I was reading a, a tweet that came out on your Twitter at She Should Run. You 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 had a forum talking about how. Women could run for local office can you can you expand on that and tell women listeners you know who are thinking about that, who have designs maybe to get into politics or local local politics, how do you do it?
3: Absolutely. So I guess I'll start in a place of saying, you know it, more often than not, women aren't thinking about this. Mm-hmm. It's one of the reasons why raising awareness about why women's voices are needed in elected office is so important. Um, we find that a lot of the women who come to She Should Run are encouraged by somebody that they trust to to think about running, and they just just don't even know where to start. So much of the dialogue in our country around politics happens around the offices at the highest level. And the reality is that the the federal offices in our country, while incredibly important, represent just a small slice of how our government Mm -hmm. picks and how decisions are made, especially in our communities. And those community decisions, you know, housing and how 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 um, you know food is distributed and how schools are run and you know what what's going on with your your local water sources and beyond. Those are those are governed by roles at the local level. Hmm. So you know, often what we see is that you know women are are um, over way over half of of the sort of engine of of charitable work in this country so anybody working on working on issues that they care about but they are not at the same level when it comes to, to, to you know political representation. So thinking about okay if you care about this issue and you're willing to give your time, your money, your talent to that thing that you know that, that you just want to make better that you also need to be thinking about okay what is the role in my community that has influence? there. And who can I introduce myself to, to, you know, get a little bit closer to understanding that role and hopefully, you know, to ultimately looking at yourself as potentially leading in that role. And so I would say, you know, where do you start? She should run. She should run is the place to start for this. This is where you can come and truly any woman who, you know, is in that place of, uh, I don't know, let me, let me see what this is all about. Um, they can they can come into Shisha Run's program. There is no charge to access our programs. they are, uh, like so many things right now, all happening in the virtual space. We mm-hmm. have a robust community and resources that, you know, really start in this place of helping women get, get centered on, like, why? What is it? What's the fire in your belly that is making you want to make change? And that may be in running for office. That may be in, you know, running a community organization. Um, either way, you can come to she should run and kind of get centered in that and figure out where to go from there. But, you know, uh, I I really hope that you know anyone who's listening, who's who's thought about, and I think right now is a great time to think about it. Um, you know, how can how can we add uh, even more um, energy and talent? to getting things done in our communities that you need to think about local office. So, um, I encourage folks to check out, she should run. And how,
0: how many women are, you might've mentioned this before. How many women are in elected offices? How many elected positions are there in the country? Would you say roughly? And how many of those are women?
3: Sure. So, you know, roughly there, are, there are just over 500,000 elected offices and women make up just, just under a third of that. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's a little challenging. There's no one central database that tracks all of the offices in the country. And when you get really local, um, you know, some of these things are, are kind of harder to, to, you know, keep up on in, in a centralized way, who's where. Um, but the, but the headline hasn't changed. And that is, you know, women are still, uh, incredibly underrepresented. We are seeing moments. We have to celebrate these moments because it's taken a lot of muscle to get there. We are seeing moments each election cycle where there are record numbers of women. And this year, it's record numbers of women on both sides of the aisle. So that's, you know, that's sort of a a switch from 2018. Um, so record numbers of women. We know the research is really clear. We, you know, you you can't have the smartest policies and solutions if women aren't at the table. Um, and so everybody stands the game. This is not just about women. This is about all of us seeing, uh, seeing our leadership tick in a way that is, um, you know, best positioning our communities to thrive when we're when we're tapping into that, you know, that full talent pool.
0: Do you believe there's less barriers now? I mean, organizations like yours will help, but do you believe there's less barriers for women to run?
3: Uh, that's a great question. I mean, look, there there is most definitely progress being made. Um, I think there are. Uh, what we're seeing a shift in, which I think is incredible, and look, this partnership is an example of it. I love, I love the the honesty that is shared about this hesitation that you know that a number of bold brands will 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 have in stepping into a space that's you know political, and you know you underline that political, and it can set off all sorts of alarms in in organizations and companies who say. Ah, we don't know if there's enough upside here it's to, true. to step into that conversation. And the reality is, look, that is so powerful to be one of the incredible, you know, leading organizations that is willing to step into a space that isn't about, you know, it's not about political party. It's about how can we have the smartest people at the table and you know, I look forward to the day that that there, that hesitation isn't there. But I celebrate, um, I celebrate those moments where we can come together, just like in this partnership. I
1: think what's interesting about women running for political office, but also, you know, just being more active in our communities or even our industry. I mean, I think we saw that we saw a surge after 2016, for sure. So. My question to you too would be, I think that the women tend to, you know, we, we tend to go after jobs. We think we're, we have to be fully qualified for, you know, we, we know that old adage. What what do you say about a woman who still has reservations? How do we push them over? Like, how do we get them to that first
3: step? Well, um, I always start in a place of saying they're not alone, um, It is, and in fact, we see this in our She Should Run community, that it is the number one barrier that that we see to women coming in is this perceived, sometimes it's a lack of qualification. Sometimes it's, you know, a little bit of that imposter syndrome, like somebody else knows how to do this better than me. Hmm. Um, It's something that, you know, as a whole, we don't see men experience the way that women do. Women tend to, you know, you you look at it, um, you know, you gave a nod to this, but truly, you know, when women go after that next promotion in their job, they want to meet all the qualifications. Um, when, you know, when when men are looking at it and saying, okay, I can do most of that and, and plowing forward it and not thinking about it the, way, the same way that women are. You know, we tend to feel like we need to have all of the answers before we're willing to toss our hat in the ring. And, um, and we're never going to have all the answers. So I would say to women who are you know having that thought like oh that's just not for me I'm not really political I just don't you know I don't know enough um that if you care you're qualified hmm. um hmm. if you're willing to give the time if you're willing to learn you're qualified Um, and your voice, your perspective is exactly what your community needs. So, um, so, you know, just know that you're not alone in that moment of hesitation and, um, and we have to push through that. That's one of the big barriers we have to push through.
0: Pamela, I'm going to, this is a, you know, this is a huge, large question, but I'm, I'm curious your, your opinion, uh, I mean, you, you've done so much over the years to push uh, things forward. How do you feel? Do you feel like we're in a good spot, long way to go? Um, Where are you with that?
2: You know, I would say that's sort of a day by day (laughs)
0: situation. (laughs) You
2: know, I've been trying to, I have an 85 year old uh, father who I've been um, really working on changing his mind about his vote. And, uh, (laughs) you know, that's like my, my at home gauge. And, not happening. Um, so I think that there's, you know, a lot of people have their feet firmly planted on the ground of, you know, where they feel on, on lots of issues. Um, but I think that there's a lot of hope. I think the younger generation is rising up. I think that um, equality is something that a lot of the younger um, generations feel is an absolute. They demand the equality, mm-hmm. um, and it's you know they don't see the barriers that that other generations have seen. So I, yeah, I think progress happens you know every day, and it's some things aren't happening as fast as I would like them to. But I think, like I said in the beginning, it's like creating awareness. I think is very much the the first step. So. Um, the more companies and organizations that exist that support these issues, I think that, you know, the faster we get there. And I, I really, you know, applaud Saucony for taking something on, even though it's not really political. It is, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's there, you know, taking taking a stand. And um, I think it's
0: a bold move, actually. I, I, I agree. What's been the feedback uh, fr- from the Saucony side?
1: You know, we've seen nothing but positive remarks just about, for the most part, people who are supportive of the brand playing in this space and having a voice and supporting women. And, you know, I think there was always the question of, will will, will there be any backlash? Will anybody mm-hmm. have negative commentary to say about it? And to be honest in the things I've read on social and I've just heard anecdotally, it's all been positive and it has nothing to do with what side anybody supports from a political perspective, it's that we are all rallying around increasing participation with women in politics and also supporting women in sport, which is an underrepresented area. Mm -hmm. And and I think, too, as a brand, what's really exciting and kind of back to what Sarah said earlier about always having support from Sofany leadership to push this collaboration forward is that we weren't afraid to potentially join a polarizing conversation because I think that's what makes us stand out. And that's what makes us take a stance and take the risk and being a part of a really important conversation that's happening in today's world.
0: I I totally agree. All right. I'm going to ask the tough question here. And as we, we get, are about to get you guys out of here. Um, Pamela and Aaron, have you guys run in the shoes? Are you guys runners?
3: (laughs) I can jump in. This is Erin. Yeah. I um, I am a slow as molasses runner. Love but it. I am a proud runner, and go. yes, I have absolutely run in the stores <clears throat> in the shoes, and uh, and and I um, look. I think now more than ever. I say this regularly. Running for me has been um, has been my my sort of lifeline to mm-hmm. getting through covid to getting through the tough stuff you know I work I running an organization I have kids in virtual school at home um and it is my time every single day to recenter and um and I and, and kind of feel that feel that energy
0: Love it Pamela Yeah that's
3: great Aaron is um I'm a I'm a fast walker
2: There
0: you go Love it
3: Okay <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I have a I have a, a knee situation that sort of keeps me from actually running, but mm-hmm. I I walk, you know, almost every single day, rain, shine, and I and I've been walking my Kinbaras, which has <laughs> been a joy.
0: Love it, love to hear that. Yeah, and I I agree. It's it it has been. What has kept us all sane um, is just getting active, walking, running, whatever you can do. Um, all right, Jess. So finally, what what's um, what's Shop for a Cause? As I look at uh, Saucony.com website here, what is Shop for a Cause?
1: So as we were launching some of the collaborations happening in September, so you guys might be aware, we partnered with Boston Children's Ho- Hospital and had some of the patients designed shoes with our designers and launched that collaboration just a few weeks before Prink Shop. And some of those proceeds, similar to She Should Run, benefit the hospital. So when we started looking at some of these special shoes that we were launching in the September-October time frame, Boston Children's Prink Shop, we also launched a breast cancer awareness shoe a couple of weeks later and then there was a shoe that was done specific for the Chicago Marathon, benefiting the Mercy House Mm -hmm. in Chicago, we realized that we were asking consumers to ultimately shop for good, shop for a cause. And so instead of focusing on one of the shoes here and there, we thought it would be a, a nice way to also merchandise them together under one umbrella, which is shopping for a cause. So Ultimately, when you purchase these shoes, your sale is helping one of these nonprofit organizations.
0: Well, that's fantastic, Jess. I'm so glad uh, that you guys came together on this collab for uh, Saucony Prink Shop. She should run awesome stuff. Um, again, i I'm, I'm going to get we're going to need to get some more pairs here, Kathy at Pacers, and so you can find you, you'll be able to hopefully find more of it because we've sold through most of it. Uh, hopefully, uh, after this podcast post, hopefully we'll have more, uh, of the, of the shoes and gear and shop.
1: Yeah. And we got asked about men's sizing too, which nice. I thought was actually pretty bad. <laughs> that it's is very awesome. Cool.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. All right, ladies, thank you so, so much. Uh, great discussion, an important discussion. I really appreciate it. It's Erin Los Cotero from, she should run, she's the CEO and founder at Pamela Bell, she's the Prink Shop founder. Jess Newton's the marketing director at Saucony. Sarah Clark, director of apparel and accessories, also at Saucony. Um, thank you all so much for your time. Great stuff today. Thank you so thank much. You. That's a great discussion with Aaron, Jess, Pamela, and Sarah. Thanks, guys. This is Pace the Nation. We'll take a quick break. Be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to our four guests for joining us. We had Aaron Los Coteros from She Should Run. It's at She Should Run on Twitter, and she is the CEO and founder. We also had Pamela Bell. Uh, She's the founder of Prink Shop. It's at Prink Shop, so give them a follow. And then, of course, our uh, partners at Saucony. We had Jess Newton, the marketing director, and Sarah Clark, director of apparel and accessories. Um, I think we navigated... The four guests. You know, I like to pat myself on the back on the show, Kathy. <laughs>
4: I think we, for I think we, sure. I think we navigated sure. the,
0: the, the conversation.
4: An Im- yeah, and what an impressive group of, of I know. women and absolutely in so many different walks of life. And I'm inspired.
0: Yes, yeah. I for I, sure. I was ready for. I know Aaron hasn't run for office, and it, we ran out of time, but. I was ready for her to run for office she was like yeah. talking to me i was like we we need to get her um you know on the ballot somewhere
4: right um, right well and i think what's really important here is that we've got it, it takes a lot of people to to get to a certain point and so mm-hmm. if her contributions are to get women on school boards or all the way up to i mean we have a vice presidential nominee who's a yep. woman. you know. Yep. I think that's important. So, and in, in our communities and in our industries and then in, even sounds like in our boardrooms and all there too. So pretty cool.
0: No, no question. Um, so check them out. Um, you know, I said their their uh, their Twitter handles is also, are also their, uh, webpage, uh, prinkshop.com. Um, and I, I think Pamela, I mean, just so impressive that she was an incredibly successful entrepreneur. Um, mm-hmm. You know, before this career and now she's founded this prank shop, which she calls creative capitalism to um, move forward. Really important issues. So definitely really cool. Thanks to John uh, at Saucony and Ken and Courtney, of course, um, the team at Saucony who helped all that uh, make make all that happen. All right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with seven now, seven local dc area locations uh we've got four in the washington dc and four in washington dc proper and three in northern virginia our newest of course is georgetown uh you should be able to check out our new location in georgetown starting uh, you know shortly after this podcast posts on monday uh we're hoping to be open by the end of the week i'd say is that right kathy maybe thursday right november 6th november, november 6th. 6th yep so really yep. excited about uh our opening of our Georgetown store. Uh, But of course, uh, seven locations uh, that are open. Uh, Of course, we are open online, runpacers.com. You can check out everything we're doing from virtual fits uh, to to, to our online store, uh, to activities that we've got going on in, in in the stores and outside the stores. Run, is it Run Jam?
4: Yeah. Run yeah. Can we get in a plug for Run
0: Jam? Yeah. So let's talk about Run Jam. And uh, before I, uh, just real quick, uh, the other uh, sponsor, also sponsored by Random Row Brewery. Random Row Brewing Company is in Charlottesville, Virginia on Preston Avenue. If you're in Charlottesville, check them out. They've got outdoor seatings. So also coldcountrysalmon.com. You can get the Random Row beer. Alright, so, Run Jam. Yeah. Run Jam's getting hot. Nice. And that's, yeah. um, I, I think we're in partnership with Saucony. So it's appropriate that we talk yeah. about it on this show as well. Saucony's partnering yeah, with us sure. and, and tell us about Run Jam.
4: Yeah. Well, and I kind of want to give some props to Saucony. I feel like they've done a lot of movement in doing some really cool stuff and supporting some, some interesting things. Obviously they supported Power run, which
0: mm-hmm. as you
4: know, is I think very progressive. Um, certainly the collection that we just heard about, and then also Run Jam, which is this really cool kind of gathering of runners that will happen on November 12th through 14th. Um, I would like to say maybe it's because uh, Saucony is led by a woman in Ann Kavasa. Yep. So perhaps this forward thinking is part of her leadership. Um, but yeah, uh, check out go runjam.com brought, brought to you by our friends from Run House. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a really cool panel, which I'll actually be a part of um, on November twelfth, kind of talking about the future of running. Um, some really interesting people, and in there are some former um, podcast guests too. Allison DeSeer is being one of them. Um, also, uh, Mary Kane's going to be on. I think it's going to be really interesting. Then they also are going to have this Elite Mile, this Coast to Coast 5K, just a really different way of bringing people together in this kind of crazy time. Um, But uh, it's going to be really cool. So definitely check it out. Yep.
0: So check it out. GoRunJam.com. Yeah, you see the panelists. You've got an Elite Mile. um, We've got a Coast to Coast 5K. And then you can register right there. And it is sponsored by um, the great folks at uh, Saucony, Tracksmith, and... I, you know, I'm terrible with pronunciations. Uh, Seal Athletics, I know they make really cool hats. Yeah,
4: totally um, cool hats. So yeah.
0: I think it's Seal Athletics. So, uh, so thanks to those sponsored. Yeah, check it out. GoRunJam dot uh, com. Uh, you're one of the panelists, so I, I'm oh, yeah. definitely going to check it out. Hosted by Knox Robinson. I don't know Knox. Do you know Knox?
4: Yeah, founder of Black Roses in New York City. I'm excited to get to know him. A real positive guy. Yep. Um, I think the ladies from Philadelphia, um, are doing some really cool stuff with city fit girls. Um, and of course, Ted, who's from New York road runners is a guy that is probably one of my favorite in the industry. He's a, he's an operations guy. He's been around for a million years. If you've run a race on the East coast, Ted probably got you from a to B. So we nice. can all thank Ted.
0: And then the other, uh, so we got Knox hosting Kara smalls. will be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You mentioned Taz, uh, Takia uh also will be a part of, see her you mentioned, and then Mary Kane. So yeah, really cool, cool. gorunjam.com. Check
4: it out.
0: All right, great show, Kathy. I think this went well. Can I convince you? Well, I guess
4: to, I'll find out. I, I I, we will find
0: out. out. Give us some feedback, <laughs> let us know. Tweet us at PaceTheNation, let us know how Kathy did. We've got a time where there's a lot going on, so I'm gonna depend on you. Do I have your support? I feel like I'm. Uh, I feel like I'm a politician. I, Do I have your support to host a show? Do I have your yeah, support? You, yes. You.
4: Uh, you are doing some really good campaigning here. Yes. For sure. So I need to go back and, and talk to my people. Oh, yeah. To talk to today.
0: people. See if you'll align with me. Okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Awesome stuff, Kathy. I uh, really appreciate you hosting the show. Great job. Also great job to our four guests on the program today. Aaron Los Cotero. She's the CEO and founder of She Should Run. Pamela Bell, the founder of Crank Shop. Jess Newton, marketing director at Saucony. And Sarah Clark, director of apparel and accessories. Also at Saucony. Fantastic discussion. Fantastic show. All right, Kathy. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, and until next time, I'm Chris Farley. This has been Pace Nation. We will see you next week.